Ministry of Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. Our vision is bringing people into the full realization of their potential in God and our mission. Building a community of believers whose lifestyle positively influenced change in the society. Welcome to Lighthouse. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org. beautiful moment in your presence. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege that we have to assess you as our Father, as our source. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you adoration. Blessed belong to your holy name, for in Jesus' name we are afraid. Praise the Lord. Let's be seated briefly. Praise the Lord. I want to thank God for this opportunity. Um, most importantly, I want to appreciate the Pastorate under the leadership of the lead pastors, uh, Pastor Ayo and Pastor Falake Daniels, for the privilege. And tonight, just as we have this opportunity, engaging the power of prayer, uh, I'm trusting God that, well, really, I'm not a teacher, so I believe it's not going to be a teaching class. I, I'm, I'm believing God that we will practicalize, we will pray. I know the more I think about the prayer, the topic, the more. Is trying to take me back to some days back in those days. And that was thank God for where Brother Toby ran up the passage that he gave us. And that's where I want us to start out tonight. James chapter 5. James chapter 5. James chapter 5. Amplify classic. Amplify classic. Uh, James chapter 5, 16. And we're going to read all to 18. Okay, confess to one another, therefore your faults, that's your sleeves, your first steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. Then from part B, as he said, the earnest, the earnest. Prayer is not a yoke, it's work. And uh, 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 tonight, I'm just here to charge us to realize what God is calling us to do in this year of dominion. He's calling us to walk. And as a church, thank God for the leadership of the church that even from the beginning of the year, the tone has been set that this year is a year set aside for prayers in Lighthouse. And beyond what we do collectively, individually, this is a charge to us. And this verse is making us to understand that the earnest, for to use that word English, and he said the act felt, continued, is not one off. It is something that you are persistent. It is something that you pacify. It's something that you didn't give up easily. Something that you keep at it. So he said the earnest, act felt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes what? It's not just power. That power is qualified. Tremendous 
power available. That is, it is dynamic in his working. What we have at our disposal is something that is dynamic. It's something that is unique. It's something that is powerful. It's something that has ability to bring about a turnaround. Like 360 degree turnaround. It's something that can change situation and circumstances. If and if only you know how to apply it. And that is why tonight the charges, you need to engage yourself in this power of prayer. Pre prayer of what it takes to bring about any desire change that you want in your life or concerning any situation and circumstances. But it's not just a mere talk. Isheni. Thank you for that person. Don't tempt me, but you are the one that says Isheni. This year before we proceed, I guess in this room and as many of us that are watching online, you agree with me that God sent forth his word to us as lighthouse. The dominion we are talking about this time around is go beyond our dominion mandate as a Christian. But it's a specific war that is coming to us that has come to us as a body of Christ that this year I, the God who make the heavens and the heart, I have looked down on lighthouse and I say as many that identify with this community this is a year set aside for your dominion. So it's not talking about our dominion mandate as a Christian, but it's saying in your sphere of life, wherever you find yourself located, this year there is a dominion that has been set aside for you. And I believe from the beginning of the year, a lot, lot of teaching has been done about dominion that make us to understand it has to do with rulership, it has to do with influence, it has to do with our emergency, that at least in any field that we find ourselves, God is actually single us out as an authority in that area. So, I want to quickly say this about this year. God has no double standard about 2023. He doesn't say one thing and does something else. God means business. When he says it's a year of dominion, he means it's a year of what? Dominion. There is no two way about it. It's left for you to identify with it that this year in this community that I find myself, this is a year of dominion. In this decade of war, possibilities. When you read Malachi 3, 6, we let you know that God is not a man. He doesn't change. He means what he says. And working in dominion is our reserve portion of bite right and our mandate in Christ. Our destiny in Christ is to reign over Satan and to subdue principalities and powers. So, I, 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 if you get to a point tonight, I'm just trusting God. I want to, I will rush us. That's why I say I won't teach. I will just charge, 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 charge. But I want to believe God will get to a point that you will identify yourself by the help of the Holy Spirit. Where God is taking you to this year and you will look at it. Whatever forces under heavens, under the sea or wherever, nothing can stop you. When God set out to do something and you engage the power that is in prayer, then definitely you should look out for what results. We are not destined to stoop low like the beggarly element of this world because dominion is meant for us to establish God's mandate and agenda in our various spheres of life. 
Dominion will grant us access to the heavenly resources and divine promises that is here for us to enjoy. And all what we need to do is we must be sold out to God's word and prayer in order for us to enjoy our dominion in Christ. We must be sold out to what? God's word. The word has comfort. Like Pastor Falaka said the other day, it's now left for you to do a study on your home. In this dominion, dominion, or in this year, what is God saying concerning Sunday Oladiji? What is God saying concerning me? And the moment you identify that this is what God is saying, then you run with it. You set prayer in motion and you begin to look out for what? Results. Let's continue from that book of James. Let's look at verse 17 now. Just an example for us. James 5, 17. James 5, 17. Elijah was a human being with a nature such as we have, with feelings, affections, and a constitution like us. He's operating under a kind of government, maybe like some government that you are used to. He's operating under some situation and circumstances that you can see money inside your account, but you cannot access it. You know it's frustrating. It's not funny. If it is my little girl, you might start crying. Say it's not funny. What is paining me and you are laughing about it? You say it's not funny. He said, and he prayed earnestly. He do what? He engaged the power that is what in prayer. He prayed earnestly for it not to rain. And no rain fell on the head for three years and six months. Somebody said three and a half years. Ah. see beyond what we read here I've seen this thing play out in true life we're having a fellowship sometimes in 1994 or 95 in Omaran and it started raining uh, and we gathered together because the revival just broke out in Omaran and immediately after church services by 1 o'clock in the afternoon all the youth in Omaran they must gather at one primary school we do what we call Omaran student fellowship and we are expecting that they will be coming from church and one rain started and uh, we leaders will gather. We say, Ray, you are a servant. We are a servant. One servant cannot hinder another servant. In less than five minutes, that rain stops. So I know that what the Bible says about Elijah is not, it's not, it's not against him. It's not something that they put together. So when we, so certain things that we read in the Bible, how many of you have seen death coming back to life? A dead person coming back to life? I witnessed it when I was on campus. So that makes me to understand that there is power. There is power. There is power. It's just for us to do what? To engage that power and bring it on the scene. So if God can raise the dead, he said, and no reference on the heart. Verse 18 now. 18. And then he prayed again. After three and a half years. And the heavens supply rain. And the land produces its crops as usual. Let me tell your neighbor, there is power in prayer. Talk is cheap, oh. But when you pray, when you pray, you will know that you pray. (laughs) 
I want to challenge us that it's not just going to be like a cliche that, okay, this year is our year of dominion, and we just, you know, you know, today is 8 plus 31, 39. 40 days is almost gone. If you divide 360 by that 40, that's one on over nine has gone. Not even one on over 10. One on over 10 have gone since four days ago. So one tenth of 2020, whatever has gone, we are already hitting into the second eh, 20% of the year. And if we are still trying to do, we are still, we are still gauging the floor. You are testing the floor. You are testing the ground. You better, you know, like they will say somewhere, if you use how many years to prepare for madness, how many years won't take to do madness? The earlier the war, the better. You know, by nature, a lot of people will say, sorry by saying this, by our own understanding, nobody, no, no prophet, nobody anywhere We get to September will now tell me that when it get to Bababa, they were using something to do uh, some sacrifice. Now, lie. A lot of people that have missed it from January to August, they were rushing themselves for the last four months to just to make it happen. Instead of them to drive at 100, uh, whatever, they were driving at 160. It's too much rushing. But there is no any formula anywhere that says that we should wait till the last quarter of the year because we now started having, you can start having it from January. You can start having it from February. And that is why we are charging ourselves that we need to engage ourselves. And that word engage is not a, it's not a small kind of word though. I saw a place that was used in the Bible, Deuteronomy 2.24. Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24. Let's read NKJV and after then we can read any other fashion. Deuteronomy 2.24. Oh, oh my God. All those campus life is tempting. Oh. One song is coming to my mind. When I realize I'm in lighthouse, I will not sing it. How many of how many of you on campus sing all this? Also, <laughs> we wire it. Said Roma, we set it. Energy will come. He said, rise, take your journey and cross over to the river Hanor. Look, I have given into your hand. Sion, the Hamorite, king of Esbon and his land, begin to possess it and engage him in what? That's contradictory. You are telling me that you have given it into my hand. And you are now telling me that I should engage. I begin to possess, but I should engage him in what? That means you have not done anything. As far as God is concerned, everything that Baba has put in place for you and I for 2023, it is done. It has been cooked, it has been served, and it is done. But it's now telling you that but you need to begin to do what? To possess it and engage him in battle. Whether you like it or not, there is a particular contract that you are looking for in that company. You are not the only one that is looking for it though. And permit me to say this. Everybody is using whatever that is within their means to make sure that, uh-uh, you can imagine, three of us, we are pursuing the same thing. Uh, I told one of my colleagues in the office, I said, Alai, let me tell you the truth. 
if you get to a point that they want to fire the two of us, except Holy Spirit minister to me, I will donate you. No, 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 yes or no? That is the truth. An average human being will selfish, except Holy Spirit now say, go for him. No! You cannot, you, cannot, you cannot love somebody else more than yourself. He said, love your neighbor as well as yourself. Do you understand the scripture? He never tell me. Oh. I heard my bad boy when I used to go to redeem. He said, God did not say when you have one coat. He said, when you have two coats, give one to your... But when you have one, you now give it out. Maybe that is stupidity. It's when you have two. He did not command you to give out that one, oh, except Emimimo is the one. Emimimo can lead you. And that is between you and Emimimo. And if it's not a minimum, you are the one that wants to show off whatever that comes out of it. But what I'm saying tonight is there are certain things that have been reserved for you and I in 2023. I know that the, 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 the portion that God put in place for me this year is to be much more than that of 2022. But it's not something that I will just wake up and I will just sit down in front of Netflix and begin to watch. I have Netflix as I can do. But what, do you know what, one of those things I'm afraid? Any film that have season that I will sit down for like eight, seven hours, I, I run away from it. If you can, even two hours, I will sleep off around the line. Except I'm playing my Ludo on the phone. But certain things that has been put aside for you and I. But there is a need for us to engage. There are some power that will not just allow you to walk in and pick it up like that. Quickly tonight, let me just quickly mention certain things that can help us in this place of prayer. I call it essential ingredients of prayer. Please, if you get home, try to study the book of Genesis, chapter 17, 1 to 8, then Romans 4, 18 to 24. But you can help me to bring up Romans chapter 4. Uh, there is a portion in the book of Isaiah. It says, look up to Abraham, your what? Your father. Uh, many are times in the journey of life, is, uh, in the journey of life, when, when you look at it, when you talk about faith, Abraham is our father of faith. And when you look up to when you study what God says to Abraham, I can imagine God telling Abraham, it's as if he said, your name is no longer Abraham. From like chapter 12, God has been dealing with Abraham in the book of Genesis. Up to when he gets to chapter 15. And Abraham said, well, Atikbakamu is Ismael. That will be someone. But God said, no, 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 no. Sarah will do what we conceive. And in order to help him, God said, from today, your name is no longer Abraham. It's going now to be Abraham. And your wife is no longer Sarai. Her name is now going to be what? Sarah. Because both of you will be father and mother of nations. Somebody that has been barren up to the year, 90 years or thereabout. You are now telling him that by this time, I'm telling you, Abraham is adapting, but God really helped him. And from that story, I discovered that if we must make the best out of our prayer life, there are certain things that must be in place. Number one, understand your place in Christ or in God. Who are you? Who are you in Christ? Who are you in Christ? What is there for you in Christ? 
Then another thing is to understand your new creation or your redemptive realities. There are certain things, like I said the other day, there are certain things that cannot just pass like that. 30 years ago, to the glory of God, May 16 will make it 30 years I yield my life to Christ, that I crossed over from that other side. And I could remember then, when I got to my village and, see, that's why some people will say, my own energy is much. I started my Christianity from village, where we face you know, we see them in real life. It's not like this Lagos. We see them. Hey, cat will come. We see all those things. And when some people will say, hey, Sunday, you will not last. Nobody, hey, you are shouting. You know, in those days, maybe London, you know, it's not much. When we start a crusade, everything most time is we just focus on Oswa and Nigeria as if what they are doing out of our life is not so much. Having Sherawa is the biggest part of it. But then we insult them a lot. No wonder they pursue us in the night. Because when you want to say, every every show, every again in this village. But one thing that is so sure is that I have an understanding that my life is hid in Christ and Christ in God. There is a sure banker that I can't imagine it how Christ will open his eyes and will allow any show and I get to touch me. And when some people will say, ah, if you do that, you may not come to this village again. I stand here to the glory of God. I say for 30 years, I've not missed going to that village. Because it's a covenant that I will go every year and nothing will happen to me. And today, light is shining over the darkness in that place. Because there is an understanding that I belong to an hierarchy that is higher than the one that is operating in that place. Even then, that we don't have so much knowledge. We have all this, uh, something that, uh, you know, when you say, Jesu, uh, I, I belong to Jesu, I guess, you know, as if that. <laughs> you see, at times, you will not appreciate, most time, most time, really, a lot of us, maybe the way we get this Christianity, we don't really appreciate it. Some of us that I'm not a juju person, but I know that there are people who use juju. I have worked with friends that if they shake a lady, the lady will follow them. In an ordinary ring, touch and go, you will follow them. And from there, we realize that if an afa or one babalawo will do a ring for you, you now encounter God. And it's not that maybe about virtue of what our papa said or what our pastor said. You have a one on one encounter with God. Ah, what you going come you? Who you? You have swallowed Christ. Christ is in you. He said, Christ in me. Then again, we need to believe what God says instead of believing what people say. I wonder if Abraham had visited some doctors and they told him that both of you, you are suffering from, you know, doctor have, they will now use one grammar that you need to go and check the dictionary. They may say you are suffering from the, this komoapapatoswa, you know, those kind of things. But God is coming forth and he's saying, Abraham, in my plan, your own wife, we have a child. And it's not just a child, it's a boy. But it takes, it takes, it takes faith. It takes you identify with who is talking, regardless of who other people is talking. God have the final say. God have the final say. 
it does not matter what the report is all about at the moment but if a word is coming forth to you on any issue from the throne of mercy it supersedes any other thing anybody might be saying anyway he settles it he do, do what? he settles it believe God's instead of believing what people say then believe what God says instead of what the circumstances say of a, of, of a truth you have a headache and the word of God is telling you that by his stripes you are healed and the more you are trying to say that even when you are trying to say by his stripes I'm healed that headache is like boom, boom, boom but if you need to engage the power that is in prayer, you will speak contrary to the circumstances. I was joking with my wife this morning. I said, maybe, uh, maybe that's why I know the face. I've never used 1,000 to withdraw 10,000. Ah, they get cash. I just they get cash. Ah, they get petrol. I've never spent 10 minutes inside any petrol station. But before I finish my petrol, another petrol will come. Because I have, I have that belief that I cannot be stranded. You see, I was brought up by an elderly man. When my daddy died 25 years ago, he was about 96. I was just 27 there. So you can imagine my dad, my age, when, when I was giving birth to my daddy is almost 70 when he gave birth to me. Because I'm the, I mean, I'm the son of the third wife. Hello? So you can, so you can understand. My father is old enough to be daddy to my mommy. So you understand that situation. And there are certain things that old man will be telling me, and you will know that this is Lakaye. Yoruba that does not read Bible, they will tell you confidently that they will tell you that, that if but even God forbid that a child of a righteous man cannot be allowed to go astray. For you to go astray or enter into any ditch, then there will be a thunder that will bring about a lightning. So you now imagine when your father is telling you all those things. Now you now encounter God. The father of all the fathers. The Elohim himself. That man throughout his life, he never read any other Bible. He read Psalm 27 every day of his life. You know all those kind of Christians? He opened it before 7 a.m. in the morning. In Yoruba, I wish some of us will go on an excursion to the village to go and live with all those village people. The way they take Christianity. That's the way they just take it all. They just take it. They don't find time to be analyzing it. They are not doing any algorithm or according to the law of logic. This is mere statistics. It's just for them to either enter to their Roger farm or they enter to their real farm. And that is life. But when those their python preach on the pulpit, they take it like that. And many of them will even call you. The pastor said it in the prayer meeting this morning. Eh? This is our word for this month. 
If you have dental today, if you have an old mother like mine, my mother is 84, getting to 85 this year, you know that every first of every month they will call you and they will pray. And they believe that that prayer will take you for the rest of the month. How many of you know? They believe so much in it. So the question now is how much more when God is sending forth his word and we cannot run with it. Then again, you need to receive and confess God's word as a final authority over your life. We must cultivate that habit of confessing God's word as a final authority. God have the final say. God do all have the final say. So about 13 years ago, 13 years ago, 13 years ago, January, around January 26, 27, one doctor looked at me at Harry Jolad. He said, Oga, don't be, don't be afraid. Your wife will survive. I said, are you trying to tell me that? I said, this one, nothing can take her. He that joins himself to the living. That is what? That is all. If she marry another person, she can go. But she marry SS or Ladiji, she go nowhere. Nothing can take her. But when you say that, it's like you are bragging to some people. But it's not bragging. It's from you know where you are standing. You know in whom you are speaking. I want to challenge us this year that there is always a convention of our heart and a convention of our lips. And when these two harmonize, we become mighty in our prayer life. That's why the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says, it says, if God can do exceedingly far above, eh, much more than what you can think, and you can do what? You can ask. So even when you talk about prayer, prayer goes beyond just asking. I don't know how many of you have <laughs> let me share this testimony uh, oh my god brother Paul, God will bless brother Paul he said you will marry we pay attention to the things of this world all those days when we are not married we are on campus we are on fire we are not thinking about school fees when you started thinking about school fees it affects your Christianity is much more you started thinking maybe using faith is all about getting school fees it's much more than that I'm talking about a, a, a period in life that, and we can operate at that level, that you, you, you soak yourself in with God to the point that even you desire something in your heart, you've not even talked about it, and it's coming your way. How many of you have experienced this before? When I was talking now, something just crossed my mind. I just saw one Kampala somewhere, and I like Kampala, and in the next, within a month, my sister somewhere just sent me a Kampala. I've not asked her for Kampala now, but he said, but you desire it. And I'm talking about a time that you are sold out. You are not even thinking about it. You just, I wish I just have Kampala. And there is a particular style. I want to use it to sew. And it comes on its own. Like I said, I want us to pray. And I'm looking at the time. In the next 20 minutes, I want to really make sure that we get ourselves engaged in prayer. But let me answer a question. Why do we engage, engage in prayer? Like I've established to us from that book of Deuteronomy 2.24, that when God said, I've given you the land, he now said, now begin to possess it and engage in, in part two. 
So that means there is a work that we need to do. Why do we need to be involved in prayer? Number one, prayer is the proof of your trust and obedience that will open you up to access God's resources. God has said it. And you believe that this is what God has said. And you launch out to say, God, this is what you say. And you begin to call it forth. So it's a proof of your trust and obedience. And the moment you start doing it, it opens you up to the resources that heaven have released on your behalf. Number two, prayer is your covenant highway to register your presence in the spirit realm. Let us sing. They say everything that happens in life happens twice. Abby, first in the spirit, then in what? In the physical. And the only way you can access that spirit realm is through prayer. It's through prayer. No wonder Jesus told them, he said, uh, you know, Jesus was doing some things and the, and the, and the, and the, and the disciples said, Master, how, how did this come to pass? He said, at this time, they cannot go except with what? Prayer and fasting. Prayer is your covenant highway to register your presence in the spirit realm. That is what you do and you go to he said, lift up your head, O ye gate, and be lifted up, ye everlasting door. That the king of glory will do all. You go there. You go there. You go there. You go there. And if there is any blockage on the way, you remove them. <laughs> Never plenty. You scatter them. Another thing about prayer is number three. Prayer is the spiritual legislation that enables the settlement of matters supernaturally. Let that one sink. It's a, it's a spiritual legislation. See, we have the Bible. Bible is like our constitution. Our senators, let me use that to illustrate. It's a spiritual something. But many of you, maybe many of you have not involved in spiritual warfare. There are some spiritual warfare. I don't need to get to my village to do certain things. I can stand here and in agreement, I enter into the palace. And I will call the KBC and I will speak to him. And after speaking to him in the spirit realm, when I pick my phone and I'm talking to him directly, Agbarati. So there is like when you see Nigeria senator, they sit in the House of Assembly, there is a constitution of Nigeria. And they were trying to debate about that constitution on how to actually make use of it to do one or two things in the country. As a Christian, there are certain things that have been written. Bible is like our manual. It's like our constitution. All those things that God has said to you through his word, for you now to have access to him. Prayer is that legislation. Is that something that gives you opportunity to do that? Spiritual legislation that enables the settlement of matter in the spirit realm. Maybe you will remember when God said, bring forth your strong reasons. It is in the place of prayer that you present your strong reasons. And you say, no, 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 no. It can't be. This year is this year. Ah, this year is this year. Eh? What I want to say, I don't want to, I want to say this year is this year. I must get married. Which get married? I can't get married again now. But if somebody is 
is marriage that you make sure that it must be set to. You go into God's war, you lay hold on those promises, and through prayer, you go forth into the supernatural and you settle it. Is it that you are looking for a job? It can be settled. Is it that you are aiming for one contract? It can be settled. But prayer is what enables you to do that. And number four, prayer is the action of faith that grants you access to your kingdom inheritance. I have faith, I have faith, I have faith. So when you have faith and you believe that God will do it, then what push you, what makes, what push you to act on that faith is when you step out in prayer and you call those things that are not as if what they are. And you begin to speak forth according to the mind of God, according to the will of God for your life. Let me submit tonight that until you change your prayer level, you may not change your dominion level. There is a need for us to come up higher and it takes us to do that in the place of prayer. But like I said earlier on, it's a prayer that is based on the understanding of what God is saying concerning you part time. So tonight, my charge to you is what is God saying concerning you in 2023? What is in the mind of God for you this year? Then from January up to this moment, where have you been? Like when Jeremiah said, and he said, he came to me and he said, Jeremiah, what can you see? And Jeremiah said, I saw an hand more tree. And he said, you have seen where? It's, it's real work. It's real work. For us to move from where we used to be, from where we ought to be. Ah. Who is a science student here? Let me talk about... Is it, is it energy they talk about? That everything is on is a particular state of rest until there is a force. Law of motion. Force law of motion. I did this is too. But in 1991, you don't think. After you do first toe, second toe, third toe, you know those. What is law? As far as heaven is concerned, it is settled. But we need to engage, we need to engage the power that is in prayer to bring to the scene what God has promised. He said, faithful is he that has promised. And that we do what? That we do it. The one that has promised is a faithful God. And is able to do much more, even much more than we can even imagine. But there is a need for us to identify what God has settled on our behalf and we step in into it. Say, rise, take your journey and cross over the river Hanor. Look, I have given into your hand and see all the Hamorite. I love, I love, I love, I love David so much. And you go to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. He was anointed. Let's see 1 Samuel 16, 13. 
as you warm up to pray. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. You know, Biyamu, my children at home will ask me. They still ask me, they say, Daddy, what happened that day? The Sunday when we finished our prayer conference, they were asking me that, what happened to uh, Pastor Bumi, uh, Pastor Akin, um, Pastor Edawali, that three of them just scatter as big as they are in front of Pastor. They can't understand. They, they, they just fell like ordinary paper. And the children of them, they just fell like that. Even as many of you that step in front of pastor and he's praying for you, something has been released. And what has been released that day is enough to take me from January to December. With what I've tapped that day, ah, it's like... No, don't let me tell you certain things. I was watching a film and I was telling my wife that when you understand what happened in some occultic and certain things, you will see the depth of what they were showing you in King of Thieves. When, when you get to a point and, and, and the, the hunter need to go and fight that guy, and the mother said he buried that guy for seven days. In the in the occultic whatever. So you now look at it as if that day, after we've done those three days of prayer conference, and we now say, Pastor Benga said, God said, Pastor should lay hand on everybody. As Pastor is a lay hand, see what you roll me. Do you know what it means to roll? <laughs> That is, you, you have been empowered. See, I, me, I don't take spiritual things so lightly. Power has been released. So when I step out and somebody, somebody now call himself a witch or a witchcraft or a Mary, I, you want to waste yourself. Better, better move away. Because what I carry is superior to what you carry. He said, a name has been given unto us. There is above every other name. He said, at the name of Jesus, every knee should walk, should bow. David said, you, you are blaspheming. Let's see, this is what happened to him. He was anointed. He says, then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brother. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David. From that day forward, there is an awareness David is aware that he's not an ordinary person from that moment going forward. But see what happened. Samuel chapter 17. For Samuel chapter 17 now. Let's quickly look at 41 to 47. 41 to 47. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David. And the man who bought the sheet went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him. For he was only a youth, ruddy and good-looking. 43. So the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. I don't know what is harassing you. I don't know what is standing on your way and is trying to, is trying to magnify itself as see this year I will show you when. Verse 44. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me. And I will give your flesh to the best of the hair and the beast of the feed. Is there anything bragging? Wow, 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 wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. The land where I came from, the Sitalun You are bragging. You are telling me you will feed me. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword. <laughs> oh, awareness. You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a jaffney. I don't know, probably when you set out in 2023, something already has been, has been shaking you. Let me tell your neighbor, no shaking. <laughs> no shaking. He that is with us is greater than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in us. Can you say that to yourself? Greater is he that is in me. No limit. No boundary. But I come to you in the name of the Lord. That is how you engage the power when it gets to the area. He said, I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have won, you have defied. 46. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day, I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the best of the air and the wheat beast of the heart, that all the heart may know there is a God. Then all his assemblies shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear. For the battle is war, and he will give you into my hand. Shall we rise tonight? Shall we rise tonight? This message is brought to you by the Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudrata Biola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousengie.org for more.